everyone, it's Sandy Cruz from Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. And I'm here to show you that balanced living works. This is especially for all you ladies over 40. We will cover a range of exciting topics with many special guests and I really look forward to this season. Bye for now. Hi everyone, welcome to Sandy K Nutrition Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me I have Chris Burrs and he is the founder of a company that has actually discovered a molecule that can increase your lifespan. So you're going to have to learn all about it in this episode. Important announcements. I am a certified metabolic balance coach now. What is metabolic balance? Well, it is a program that is actually designed specifically for you, 100% customized, and it is based on your blood work markers as well as your own goals. So, This blood work checks your glucose, what's going on with your glucose, what's happening with those triglycerides, it analyzes your enzymes, and it provides you with a specific meal plan to help you really optimize your metabolism. And how do we do that? The science behind it says if we can optimize our enzymes and our hormones, we can actually optimize our metabolism. If you want to be in on this, it's going to be in an introductory price. It will be in a group format. It will be five Zoom sessions that will be live. And on top of all of this, I am going to be coaching on therapeutic grade supplements, longevity, and biohacking on top of metabolic balance for this group only. If you want in, I'm only going to take a few people. Email me, sandy at sandyknutrition.ca. After this episode, I am going to do a special little two-part, I guess two-part series. It will be all about women's hormones. Yes. December 5th and December 12th. Make sure you look out for these episodes because on December 5th, we're going to talk all about the Dutch test with Dr. Debbie Rice. She is the clinical director at Precision Analytical. And then on December 12th, I'm going to be introducing you to Esther Blum, She is the author of See You Later, Ovulator, and she is an expert also on menopause and women's hormones. Why am I doing this? Because y'all ladies out there, I know how hard you work over the holidays. So optimizing your hormones and your stress levels. Okay, you can't optimize stress levels, but We can mitigate the effects of stress on our bodies, which can in turn affect all our other hormones. So you're definitely going to have to tune in, share these episodes with any other woman you know may benefit, and definitely 
go and rate my podcast because this is how I continue to get incredible guests like I have today, like I always bring to you. So please take a moment. That will be my Christmas gift. How about that? (laughs) Take a moment and review my podcast with a few kind words. Do this on Apple. It's probably the best way. And I think you can rate now on Spotify as well. So if you could do that, just search up Sandy K Nutrition and my podcast appears on almost every platform out there. With that, I am going to cut on through to this awesome interview with Chris Burrs. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, I have a special guest and his name is Chris Burrs. And some might call him a mad scientist, but don't let the lab coat fool you. Chris is the owner of SES Research, the first company to deliver carbon nanomaterials and My Vital C, the world's first nano antioxidant. And today we're going to mainly be discussing longevity. Obviously, it's a topic that's near and dear to my own heart. And let's even narrow this down to health span instead of just lifespan, because let's face facts, we want to live long, but we want to live long healthy, right? So welcome, Chris. I am so happy to have you here on my show. Sandy, it's uh, great to be here. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here with the queen. The, oh, yeah, you like that, don't you? You like that. You know what? I think us uh, us women, as soon as we reach a certain age, we like to identify with that term. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. You are the queen. Yes, there you go. The queen of holistic health. So talk to me. How did you get in? We're going to get into all the details because everyone's always very interested in longevity. But how did you get into this industry? How did you? What's your story? Yeah. So um, if you had asked me like five years ago, uh, maybe six years ago, would I be, you know, in in a supplement industry? Would I uh, know so much as I do about longevity through the research that I've done and the product that I have? Uh, I certainly would have said no. Uh, I was I was very much a happy-go-lucky carbon nanomaterial scientist. If there is such a thing, uh, I, I I am and was that. Uh, and, and to kind of back up a little bit of history and, and what does it mean to be a carbon nanomaterial scientist, in 1985 at Rice University, that's here in Houston, Texas, three scientists uh, actually discovered this molecule. So I, I know a lot of your audience is listening. I'm holding up a model of a molecule that looks like a soccer ball. Yeah. Uh, if you imagine the soccer ball, the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So you have a spherical closed cage molecule of 60 carbon atoms. Uh, They discovered it in 1985, and they won the Nobel Prize for that discovery in 1996, so a short 11 years from discovery to being awarded that. Uh, My company is the first company that still exists to deliver commercial quantities of that carbon molecule. Uh, It's affectionately known as a buckyball. I started that company in 1991. Uh, the material is amazing. The reason those scientists won the Nobel Prize is because that material performs as well or better than the current best material in almost every application. Uh, by by the way, in terms of talking about a supplement, I'm gonna I'm gonna first scare you, make you a little nervous, and I'm gonna make you even more nervous, and then we'll be in the clear. We'll start moving in a positive direction. Okay, so, we'll see. We'll see if you can make me nervous. How about okay, that? Yeah. Okay. 
Here we go. So, the, so this molecule, the one that we use in our supplement, uh, performs as well or better than the current best material in almost every application. It makes better inks, better tires, better batteries, and better photocells. So do battery photocells, does that make you a little nervous talking about a supplement? No, not well, yet. I, okay. I'm not, I don't see the connection yet. So, so yeah. yeah. So, well, it is the same thing. And, and often people are like, okay, so that thing that goes in batteries and that thing that goes in solar sails, oh, that's also going to be something that I consume. And, and on top of that, this is where it can get a little bit worse. The shapes on the exterior of the soccer ball shaped molecule, right, are reminiscent of benzene. Benzene is a known toxic material. It's known to be a carcinogen. We also don't have modern society without the benzene ring. And to give you an example, if you just look around you and look at anything that's plastic, it has the benzene ring at its core. Uh, we don't have plastic without benzene, or we have a, a severely handicapped plastic industry. A lot of their detergents, aspirin, a lot of the medicines that we take have benzene as their core molecule. Uh, but if you take benzene all by itself, it's carcinogenic and known to be toxic. Okay. Uh, because that shape is on the exterior of this cage, they actually thought this molecule would be toxic. And this is where the story kind of shifts. We're like, okay, batteries and tire cells, photocells, um, and a, a potentially toxic material. They threw it in a toxicity study. And in that study, they gave rats water, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with this molecule dissolved in it. We call the molecule ESS60. Instead of being toxic, the rats that they gave the olive oil with the ESS60 to uh, really the My Vital C formula lived 90% longer than the control group. So we're talking about the single longest longevity experimental result in history. The next best way to live longer, and you probably know this uh, with your background, uh, is calorie restriction. If you restrict your calorie consumption by 30%, I call that the starve yourself one-third to death diet, um, you can extend your life by 30%. It turns out not many people sign up for the starve yourself one-third to death diet. Maybe it's a marketing thing. Maybe they need a new like PR company to do a little better job. But that's, you know, starve yourself one-third to death for a 30% extension. We're talking about a 90% extension from consuming this olive oil with ESS60, again, really the My Vital C formula. Um, my company provided the material to that original research paper and were mentioned in that original study. Okay. Holy. Okay. So I I'm going to say coming from a perspective of this, you know, I, I, I have taken science. I did take science. My diploma in holistic nutrition has a science background, but I'm, I'm still finding this hard to understand. So okay. this carbon nano material Piece it together for me. Help me understand why that makes it what it is. Yeah. So one of the things that we knew very early on, right? So that study, uh, that that quote-unquote toxicity study where the rats live 90% longer was published in, in mid-2012. Molecule discovered in 85. Really, uh, I started manufacturing this in 91 uh, what we knew very early on is that this molecule has the ability to hold uh, um, six electrons. I don't know why that just went blank in my head, but six electrons. Okay. And, and so those are negatively charged particles. That'll become useful here in a second. Okay. Um, 
when you think about, when the medical community thinks about longevity, they tend to think of two key things. And there, there's some debate about this, but this is kind of a, a lot of what the medical community believes, that longevity is related to oxidation and inflammation, right? Okay. So we're oxidizing our bodies and our inflammation is causing damage to our bodies. And so it's not surprising that this molecule, really this formula, ticks both of those boxes. And I'm going to actually talk about uh, antioxidant talk about inflammation, and then come back to antioxidants because there's something special that this, the, our current theory is there's something special that this molecule does. So first, antioxidant. Uh, there's peer-reviewed published paper that shows it to be 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. There's an ad hoc pu study published on the web, 172 times more powerful than vitamin C. And, and that's related to being able to hold those electrons, those reactive oxygen species. And we'll get into some more details on that here in a second. It can hold those and, and that's really valuable. That makes it an antioxidant. When you talk about inflammation, uh, because of the FDA, we have to be really care careful about what we say regarding inflammation. We are, what the FDA does allow us to say is that we help inflammation at least as that inflammation is related to exercise inflammation, right? So we've all had that tough workout. We've all walked, yes. you know, just longer than normal and felt the pain and inflammation from that, that workout that our product and the FDA will allow us to say that our product helps with that. Any other type of inflammation, the FDA directly associates with disease, and we just need more research to be able to say that it impacts any other type of inflammation. I can say uh, that our product fits perfectly in an anti-inflammatory diet. Like these are the diets associated with the blue zone people. These are people who okay. tend to have reduced incidences of stroke, reduced incidences of heart attack, and also tend to live longer, right? So that's, that's inflammation, tick those two boxes. Now, I'm going to come back to uh, antioxidant because we like to call this the boss of antioxidants. And that's because it's a buffering oxidative stress system. Now, familiar with mitochondria? You probably are. We'll do yeah. a little quick, yes, quick little let's refresher. Talk about it. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of every cell. Almost every cell in your body has thousands of mitochondria. It is the component that actually converts the food we eat into ATP, which is the energy cells need. Your, your cells need, in order to be a liver cell, in order to be a good skin cell, in order to be a good heart cell, it needs ATP to function. Well, as that mitochondria is creating that ATP, just like a car might give off exhaust, uh, your mitochondria gives off reactive oxygen species. These are the things that are associated with aging because uh, they're, they're, <clears throat> they <clears throat> run around and, and do oxidation. I kind of call them like crazy bumper cars running around and bumping into things and doing damage. Inside the mitochondria, we only have two antioxidants. We've got glutathione and melatonin, right? Melatonin is, is the sleep hormone. Well, now we've got a third, and this one works different. And this is this ESS60 molecule. It's able to get in the mitochondria. So there's research that shows that it's there, and it's able to hold six electrons. But whereas glutathione and melatonin will bond irreversibly with a reactive oxygen species and then get them out of your body, uh, the ESS60 molecule is able to just hold on to them. So I like to think of this like you got this rowdy group of reactive oxygen species ready to do all sorts of damage, and ESS60 is the paddy wagon that holds them so that they're not doing any damage. Because we all understand that our body can de get depleted of different components in different areas of our body at different times. So we can be depleted of glutathione, we can be depleted of melatonin, and then this 
ESS-60 can be that paddy wagon that holds the, the reactive oxygen species until your body can replenish the glutathione or melatonin, and then they can, again, irreversibly interact with those reactive oxygen species and get them out of your body. Again, the boss of okay. antioxidants. Okay, so let me break this down just so that everyone can understand, all the listeners. So ESS-60 is really addressing um, inflammation. At least as it relates to exercise inflammation. Okay, yeah, officially, officially, (laughs) right? exactly. And then also it's a powerful antioxidant. And you're saying, because we know... Anybody who understands antioxidants that glutathione is like the mother, right? Antioxidant. So you're saying that within the cell, you've also got ESS-60 or you have to put it there? Like, I just found that moment a little... Yeah, so as you consume this, um, you, when we manufacture and and provide the product, it's actually in all, it's in an oil. So it's either in olive oil, in avocado okay. oil, or an MCT oil. Okay. That means it's absorbed typically through the intestines, not in the stomach, right? Because that's where water-soluble absorption tends to happen. And that also means that you've got a lipid that can participate in cell wall and cell function. And we do understand that this ESS-60 molecule, when you consume it, gets into your mitochondria. Okay, so it's not actually normally there, but it gets in there. And you're saying it's just a little bit more stable. Does that make sense? Then so it, it it just operates different. And this is a this is our current theory because we we literally have testimonials of my toe feels better and my hair grows longer. Literally from okay, head that's to toe. the inflammation piece, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, that we're not allowed to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Got you. But you know what? Right. I can say whatever I want. We are not. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to put my own little disclaimer in here, which I do in podcasts like this. We are not um, providing any medical advice here. We are not giving medical advice. Speak to your own health practitioner on if this is right for you. We are not making medical claims. We are just providing some education so that you can look into it yourself and see if it's right for you. Some of this may be proven by studies, and some of it is just more a discussion. There we go. Go on. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So, so there, it does certainly address some types of inflammation. That's really good. And then you look at that oxidative piece and you look even more fundamentally, right? If you were to, to design a system that would address uh, um, the exhaust coming off of your engine and you have the choice between, hey, on every street corner, we're going to have something that's a scrubber, right? Or are we going to actually attach it? You know, catalytic converter is one such uh, item directly to the vehicle. So it just doesn't even get out of the vehicle. Um, that's what we believe it does. Now, uh, the, the beauty is it has the ability to hold up to six negatively charged particles and it can hold those. And then current theory is release those when the presence of another antioxidant jumps in and says, hey, there's something there. There's a reactive oxygen species that that paddy wagon is holding. Now I can irreversibly bond to it and get it out of the body. So it just prevents it from doing damage while your body's replenishing the natural antioxidants. Okay. So, you know, one thing I do know as a practitioner is antioxidants are good. It's very, you know, positive to consume them. And, but we also know that overdoing it on antioxidants 
is also not good. It can push that needle just a little too far to the right. So what, what, how does this fit in? Can you over, uh, overdo it? Yeah. So um, when it comes to antioxidants and, and effectively overdoing it, it depends on the antioxidant, right? So there's lots of studies, you know, Linus Pauling was a, was a, was a champion, um, maybe misguided, but was a champion of vitamin C and taking massive quantities of vitamin C. Um, really, I haven't seen any data that suggests massive quantities of vitamin C are detrimental, but we do understand too many antioxidants can, can be problematic in the system. We, uh, and that's, that's, that's more research that we need to do. We don't have any testimonials that match those experiences people have when taking too many antioxidants. And it, and it does depend how, how it works, right? Uh, not, I mean, there's, there's two other antioxidants that get into the mitochondria. Now you've got this third that actually operates a different way. Um, and that's really, again, we're, we're just working. And, and I often joke, you know, scientists much cider, smarter than me are going to ultimately figure out and, and kind of prove exactly what's going on. We're trying to put together theories. You know, you talk from about these head to toe benefits. One of our most consistent testimonials is people take it in the morning. They report mental focus and energy during the day and then better sleep that night. And I want to dwell on better sleep just a little. Who who, who um, doesn't want first that? Off, <laughs> right. First off, we know sleep is good for our mental, physical, and emotional well-being, right? So we need to get that seven and a half to nine hours of sleep opportunity a night. Um, really important. If it's if it's only helping with sleep, then it's helping your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. What's interesting about it is you take it in the morning and report better sleep that night. I'm not aware of any substance, be it a, a prescribed medication, any sort of, uh, of uh, other type of supplement that you take in the morning and positively impacts your sleep that night. There are two things you can do, right? So you can wake up and exercise, that'll positively impact your sleep. You can wake up and get exposure to the sun, right? To get your circadian rhythm in Absolutely. line with the rising and falling of the sun. That'll help you sleep that night. I'm just not aware. In fact, it's kind of the opposite. There, there's a book called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. I, I don't know if you've read that book. No. It's amazing. It is the scariest book that you will ever read about sleep. It's like the Freddy Krueger of sleep books, except it will scare you to sleep, not out of sleep. Okay, what is it he, called? Sorry, Why We Sleep. Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. Okay, Absolutely I got to put that in amazing there. book. Okay, good. And he... He outlines in that book the importance of sleep, and he's done 25 years of research at, a, at an illustrious university uh, on sleep and sleep, sleep like depriving. It turns out that you can actually have people go to sleep later, and that has a different effect than if you wake people up earlier, right? So, so when you go to sleep is actually very important. And he points out one of the things he points out in the study. There's, there's a, in, in the book is there's a huge. We actually run a multi-billion-person sleep deprivation study twice a year. And you're like multi-billion people study. How is that even possible? It's called daylight savings time, <laughs> and the data is really clear. When we gain an hour of sleep, heart attacks go down by twenty to twenty-seven percent. Mm -hmm. And when we lose an hour of sleep, heart attacks go up by twenty to twenty-seven percent. Like if you think that sleep is just mental, no, sleep is mental, physical, and emotional, and yes. it's that important. And in that book, he makes the a really important point about the two billion dollar sleep aid industry. This is the prescription drugs that you take right before you go to sleep, and what they do, as he describes it, 
is they relieve the desire for sleep. So if you've desperately wanted sleep for three weeks, you take one of these, you wake up in the morning and you don't want sleep, that would probably feel very refreshing. The problem is, is that it's a depressant and it depresses your REM and your in-REM sleep. Those are the healing and restorative sleeps that you actually need. So you may feel refreshed, but you actually haven't accomplished what you need to during sleep. And I, again, I contrast that, that's something you take right before you fall asleep, whereas our product is something that everyone takes it in the morning and reports, not everyone, but most people take it in the morning, report mental focus and energy, and then better sleep that night. Okay. So there are a few, obviously, you named one thing, circadian rhythm, getting up in the morning, letting that sun hit your eyes first thing in the morning. These are all great things for sleep. There is also spermidine, which I, I don't know if you know much about spermidine. But I'm familiar with it, but not as it relates to sleep. And is it something that you would take in the morning to positively no, impact sleep? No, that's the caveat. You would take that at dinner. You could take it at bed with your magnesium glycinate, yep. bisglycinate, and, yep. and it really helps. Um, I have personally been microdosing with melatonin for over a decade. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I know that, you know, Huberman Labs, for example, I, I don't know if I'm sure you've listened to Huberman Labs. Yep. He he talks about melatonin and he says not to give it to kids because it can suppress uh, puberty and stuff. Well, I have two kids who have taken it for since they were little kids and they never had an issue and they reached puberty fine, but it's microdosing, right? So there are a number of things that we can take in the evening. Now, I, I do have a question regarding what it actually is. Why is it called? It's not vitamin C then. Right. No, it's carbon. My vital C and the C stands for carbon because it's 60 okay. carbon atoms. Okay, but here's the other thing, and you this might sound like a really stupid question, but you know, you know, initially you talked about what carbon nanomaterials are, and you said plastics. And for me, immediately alarm bells go off as soon as you're talking about consuming plastics. So I knew I'd scare you. You did. Okay, you did. You scared me because. You know, of course, I am always looking for the best biohacks for all these things. Everyone knows that women in midlife tend to begin to have some issues with sleep, might have some brain fog, you know, and if you're giving me a potential solution, I want to make sure it's safe. Yeah. So let's talk about safety. Let's. Yeah, let's talk about the material and and safety. So um, first off, it is a naturally occurring molecule. If you collect the soot from a candle flame, right? So we've all been exposed at some small, extremely small fraction to this molecule. But if you collect the soot from a candle flame, you will collect, and basically how you do that is you put a cold steel plate above the candle flame and the soot will collect on that plate. Uh, You'll have parts per million or parts per billion of this ESS-60 molecule okay. on that soot. Well, right? I don't so want to lick a... that plate there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm not interested also, in licking that it, it might also have some, uh, you know, carbon black activated charcoal effects, which is also known to be good. So, okay, yeah, right? so yeah. It's, it's probably uh, not a bad thing. Okay. Um, 
but it wouldn't taste good. I I, right. I would agree. Might might actually be good for teeth whitening too. Like there, true, true. I do that, use that possibility. That is the teeth whitener I use. By the way, sorry. Go on. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, yeah. I used it this morning. Yeah. Um, so so it is a naturally occurring molecule, and then you've got to be so so. The problem with just collecting soot is it's parts per million, parts per billion, um, soot from a candle. And so it's that's not going to be useful in time in, in terms of getting appreciable quantities. So you have to manufacture this in, in a reactor. You manufacture it with graphite rods, and uh, and it's a heat-intensive process. And we, we've been manufacturing it, again, since 1991. It's important to know because sometimes we think, oh, manufactured hormone versus natural hormone the way chemistry works is like a right-handed um, molecule can have the exact same chemical composition as a, what's called a left-handed molecule. So there's just a shift in, in the way that the, the, the molecule uh, appears. They can have very different um, results, right? They can have very different impacts in the body. Uh, so you do want to be careful with, you know, um, man-made hormones versus natural hormones. Mm-hmm. Well, this molecule couldn't be simpler, it's it's literally just 60 carbon atoms and every bond between each carbon atom is the same as the bond between the next carbon atom. And so whether you collect it from soot or whether you pull it out of one of our reactors, it's exactly the same molecule. There's no difference. You can't, there's no way you could ever discern the difference and your body is gonna. So it's effectively a natural molecule. It also, uh, the, the reasons these scientists even started looking for in, in the realm of carbon and ultimately discovered this is because they were trying to identify spectra that was out in space and they didn't, they figured it was carbon based, but they didn't know what it was. So space is loaded with uh, with this molecule. And, and, and so it is a naturally occurring molecule. So I think that that's one thing that, that sets you good. Uh, the next is in this toxicity study, right? When you're doing a toxicity and the first toxicity, the purpose of the toxicity study was, Hey, this is an amazing molecule. Humans are probably going to be working with it and around it a lot because it's going to be in inks, batteries, tires, and photocells. So we need to understand, and we, and we have this theory that it's toxic, so we need to understand if it is actually toxic. When you do that first tox- toxicity study, you don't give a little to the rats and go, Let, let's see if they feel unwell, right? You give a lot, right? If we did a per, cali- uh, per kilogram translation of what they consumed, it would be a cup of our product. So imagine a cup of olive oil per serving, way too much and also not not the correct amount if you're doing an allometric calculation. But they gave a lot to these rats. Um, and so in terms of toxicity, there is no study. I, our current belief is that the toxicity of the product is related to the toxicity of olive oil, which is related to drowning, right? At some point, you're going to stop consuming it just because you've got too many calories and you just can't consume it. Okay, so you're saying you have to take a whole crap load in order to become toxic. <laughs> Would I be here? <laughs> oh, <laughs> in order to be toxic? No. It, it, like, even if you take a crap load. You're not going right? to become toxic. It's not it. toxic. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like olive oil. There's no known toxicity for olive oil okay. unless it involves drowning. Okay, got you. Okay, so you're saying that when you take this, you would take it once a day, you would take it. Um, so you don't have to take it multiple times a day. You take it in the morning. It will help you with your focus. It will help you with your sleep. What else? 
and and energy. Um, so so we're gonna talk. Let's talk a little bit about testimonials uh, outside of you know sure, focus sure. energy and sleep. Um, one thing about testimonials, I'll probably I'll, I'll just keep them personal because th- that'll be that'll be relevant. If I start talking about another testimonials, I, I have disclaimers. I always only share testimonials that I have like a, a, a traceability back to the person who gave the testimonial. That's important. If my business partner ever gives me a testimonial, I won't use it unless I've had a conversation with that okay. individual. That's that's really important to me. So in, in my case, um, I played soccer for 25 years and I had a knee pain from the point I quit soccer until the point I started taking the product on a regular basis. Now, I have other aches and pains. Actually, I I was showing my my son uh, some soccer goalie moves yesterday, and I did one incorrectly, and so my shoulder is currently hurting. <laughs> um, so it just doesn't magically make things go away. But that was a pain on the top of my patella that I had for years, and when I started taking the product on a regular basis, it went away. Uh, it positively impacted my sleep. Let me talk about that. I have to embarrassingly admit that I used to take two naps before noon on Saturday and Sunday. And you're like, well, how is that even possible? Let me share with you how that's possible. I would wake up with my kids. I have twins. uh, And I would lay down on the couch and they would literally sit on top of me and watch cartoons. And I would take my first nap. By the way, my friend pointed out the other day that it was brilliant parenting because they couldn't go do anything without waking me up. Like it's, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then we would have breakfast. So I'd go downstairs, have breakfast come back upstairs, resume the position, and take my second nap. If we weren't out of town or if we weren't doing something, I took two naps before noon. Since I've been on this product, I very, I still enjoy naps. Naps are still nice. I almost never take naps. And I'm certainly not taking two naps before noon every Saturday and Sunday. In fact, right after I started taking this regularly, I would I would be in the same position and I just wasn't sleepy, so I wouldn't fall asleep. So then I would get up and do stuff. And, and that can be related to one testimonial that I will, will share. So absolutely. And I, and, I, and I like this better than, oh, I feel like I sleep better or whatever. This is like binary data. I used to take two naps Saturday and Sunday. Now I don't. And, and I haven't since taking this regularly. I wonder, Chris, if it, if it also has other, because you know how they talk about how when you take certain supplements and medications or anything that you put in your body, it can affect other pathways. I'm wondering if you were a big napper because of um, blood sugar issues. That's just coming to mind just because, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if it affects other pathways in the body for longevity. Do you know anything about that? Well, I, I think as soon as we start talking about positively impacting mitochondrial function, like that's the that's energy the of every sale, then then I think that can that that's the reason there's the better sleep, right? So yeah, it's, I don't think it's incidental that melatonin is the sleep hormone, and melatonin is one of the one of the two antioxidants that can get into the the mitochondria and perform fun, and function there. Um, I think that's interrelated. Uh, I, I, in, in Matthew Walker's book, he talks about melatonin is not kind of the traditional sleep hormone that people think it is. And you're, you're probably aware of this. It's, it's the starting gun for sleep. It's like, hey, body, yep. get ready to go yep. to sleep. But it's if also take- a lot more. I actually did a show on this a year yeah. ago on melatonin. It's way more than a sleep molecule for sure. It's a great antioxidant yes. as a result. Yes. I, I think... 
So current, my current thought process is, well, melatonin kind of peaks right before you're going to sleep. It's the thing that can get into the mitochondria. Maybe it's the body's kind of dual purpose way of saying time to go to sleep and, oh, let's clean up these damn mitochondria because they've probably got a bunch of reactive oxygen species in there, right? So now you've got this ESS-60 molecule sitting there working as that paddy wagon so you're able to mitigate that reactive oxygen species a lot faster and a lot easier. And that's why people who on our product, like my business coach said that uh, for 50 years, he needed an alarm clock to wake up. Since he's been taking the product, he doesn't use the alarm clock. By the way, he's gone, he's run out of product. After 10 days or so, he's got to start using the alarm clock again. He just doesn't use the alarm clock. Again, I, I like that because it's a, a binary um, piece of data. So, so yeah, I think you're right. The, and the pathway is this kind of improvement of mitochondrial function. Okay, that makes sense. Again, theory, right? Yep, yep. Um, um, the next testimony oh. I have is, so I am the geeky scientist that you see in front of you. I have a spreadsheet of my migraines. I have a spreadsheet that goes all the way back to 2014. I was just trying to figure out like what causes my migraines. Is it maybe I drank too much the night before? Maybe I exercised too much. Maybe I had stress. And I was just trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. um, so from 2014 until 2000 and through 2017, I had four or five migraines a year. When I started taking this on a regular basis, and that was really in 2018, I didn't get a single migraine in 2018. I get one or two every now and then now, but you couple that with my wife. And, and, and before the show, we were talking about menopause. My wife went very early through menopause and she was getting, and I always remember the number nine migraines per month. And I remember Ooh, that because that's brutal. Yeah. And the medication that she had, they would only give her nine of them. That's why I remember the nine. Wow. Anything after nine, she just had to suffer through without any medication. That's tough. Uh, it took me a while. You know, the spouse relationship, what do you know about supplements and health or whatever? Um, it took me a while. I finally got her to take the product and she's down to one a month or one every other month. Mm. Uh, so it's a significant uh, decline. Also, in, in this uh, kind of menopause process, you have heat flashes that has helped with her. They're not gone, but that has certainly helped her um, with, with, the, with the hot flashes. So um, Can those I stop are kind you of the positive. Yes. Um, I'm just wondering, again, with the migraines, I always look at the pathway, right? So I'm wondering yeah. if that's the inflammation pathway. Right? And, and maybe that was, you know, that overall thing was just a, a, a general sign of me not being as healthy as I am now uh, and also why I took two naps. Mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I find with menopause, a lot of women also, you see some who have a ton of hot flashes. Mm. And I, I, I recommend a few different things. With that, you know, things that take down inflammation, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, heat. Heat is inflammation. And I, I just, I find that really interesting, the connection between, because you did mention it did help your wife with hot flashes as well, yeah. right? Yep. So things, sure. I like that. Okay. Um, now, you also have a skincare. Let's get oh, into yes. that because we don't have a ton, ton of time left. So yeah, so so um, 
I, I don't think I've done a good job, but I really didn't want to be in the supplement of explaining it today. Uh, I didn't really want to be in the supplement industry. So happy-go-lucky carbon nanomaterial scientist. The study comes out in 2012. Our phone starts ringing uh, two to three times a week. Um, my business partner and I are like, we don't want to get in this industry. You know, it's kind of the opposite of the the ultra high scientific market that we're serving. You know, I sell them something, they take it, they put it in their, their lab equipment and confirm that I sold them what I told them I was going to sell them, right? You go to the supplement market and like nobody's testing anything, right? You, you, you know, people get a, a, a you know, a, some caplets of vitamin C. We're pretty confident they're not weighing them and making sure they're one gram. We know for sure that they're not, you know, grinding them up and sticking them in the HPLC to know that it's ascorbic acid. They're probably not even counting the tablets, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the 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 um the standard is just such a, a much lower standard. I also found a paper that said fifty percent, and this was a peer reviewed paper uh, that fifty percent of the supplements on the market don't have in them what they say they have in I, them. So I saw an entire. Uncovering it was one of those uncovering shows, you know. I, I think it's Canadian actually. I think it was Marketplace. They and all those supplements you buy at Walmart, Costco. Um, this is why I never recommend to clients to go and buy your supplements there. Get therapeutic grade third party tested supplements. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we my business partner, I really tried not to get into the industry. We actually added not for human consumption to our carbon nanomaterial products uh, because we had people saying that they were, you know, hey, I'm a biohacker. I want to put this. And and literally in our mind, we were we're like, wait a minute, you're asking me that powder that I sell to scientists for uh, inks, batteries, tires and photo cells. You're asking me how much should you consume? I'm going to go with zero. Now, the data, the research was clear that it was safe, but we're just slow-moving conservative scientists. We actually added not for human consumption to our labeling. Every quarter, my business partner and I would get together and say, hey, we're getting these two to three calls a month, a week. Um, do we want to get into this industry? And every quarter, we'd be like, no, we don't want to get into this industry. Until the latter part of 2017, when, when a guy with a big YouTube following, he's in the, in the Bitcoin space, um, started talking about all the benefits he was getting, taking it on a regular basis. And then our phone started ringing 10 times a day. And that's when my business partner and I finally got into it. Now, I, I tell that just to like share the story. One of my business partners, she would consume the product. And if it, anything spilled, she would put it on her skin. By the way, we get great hair and, test, and skin testimonials just from people consuming the product, right? Okay. Again, if you go to this mitochondrial function, it's going to help. Yeah. Um, and, and she was, you know, she would take whatever residual was left over maybe on the edge of the bottle and she would put it on her face and she was loving the results. So she came to me and she was like, Hey, Chris, what do you think about making a face serum? And, and I just like to share, um, I, you understand how disinterested I was in getting into the supplement market. You might be able to imagine how interested I was in getting into the <laughs> face the serum market. Beauty and skincare. There you go. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> well, but but you know we want to support the business partner, and we got this product out. I I knew it would do well. It certainly could enhance our sales. You know, from the entrepreneurial perspective. But the testimonials that we got off of it are just amazing. They really are amazing. And so yeah, we have a we yes. have a face serum. This one is actually our night serum. Um, and then 
I actually ended up, my director of research came to me one day and he says, hey, listen, there's this molecule that has 30 years of skin and hair improvement research on it. Um, it's a peptide. Uh, you should probably look in it. Look at, look at it. So I did. And I'm like, this seems really interesting. Let's, let's see what we could do to combine it. So we ended up creating a skin reduo kit. So that's taking our ESS60 molecule, and that's in oil, right? And then taking uh, this, we call it UTH29 peptide, and that's a water-soluble. Now, there are ways that you could turn this into one product. So it's two bottles, um, and, and the ESS60 is the activator. There's ways that you can combine this, right? And that's just a simple emulsifier. But we wanted to stay away from that and keep as natural as possible. So we ended up creating a two-part product. And, and I'm going to share this. Again, results may not work for you. This is my daughter, and I just wish I had taken a picture. She had a, She's 12, massive breakout. She was taking a product that, another product that my wife had gotten her. I'm like, you need to, let's get, and she had been taking ours or using ours from time to time. Let's try this again. Two days later, everything dried up and she's at red spots and, you know, those, those red spots yeah. just need to heal. Just two days from, from that acne. So uh, we're actually going to end up doing some sort of uh, a trial. We'll get kind of influencers involved. Um, I know the results are going to be amazing, but that's my journey into, into okay. kind of skincare. Because uh, now I have a few questions. So you know that the particle size, you're a scientist, is small enough to penetrate the layer of the skin, right? Yes. I want to make sure of that because there was a big, huge thing about collagen years ago. And now they've made the collagen micronized because people were saying, well, wait a minute, you can't put it on the skin, the particle size will not penetrate the skin layer. So you need to drink it or eat it or whatever, right? So you're saying that this product, the particle size is small enough to penetrate the layer of the skin or however many layers. Yes, absolutely. And and in fact, just a, a quick story. Um, one of our largest distributors here told me this story. It was her, her friend's um, were asking her, they were, it was a girl's night. They were staying the night at her place and they were asking her what she was doing because her skin looked amazing. And she goes, oh, this is what it is, right? And it's the ESS60 product. And then, then her name's Gwen. She steps out of the room. She comes back and like most of the product gone, they had lathered it all over their skin, right? Like just all over. They didn't sleep that night, right? I mentioned focus and energy during the day. Um, they didn't sleep oh, that night. Oh, interesting. They, right. Because it was at night. Yeah, they got energy. And, and and we have, I'm not a good example. I can take the product uh, late at night, but I can also drink a cup, a cup of coffee. And, and I'm aware that it interrupts my sleep, but it doesn't, like, I'm able to fall asleep. So I'm not a great test subject. We get about 5% of people say if they take it too late in the day, it'll keep them up at night. Okay, well, that makes sense, actually. Um, okay, so a couple of other questions before we tie up. So... Are there any side effects or contraindications? We, there is no, we have had, so it's interesting. I'll, I'll start this with this. I, the, I, I actually took a screenshot of this off of the FDA re, uh, website as I was coming out with this product, right? Because we've got to do our research. Like this is a new industry. What does it look like? And what it said was that the FDA does not need to approve that something's self safe before it comes on the market. So if anybody's saying anything is FDA approved, the only FDA approved things are actually drugs, right? So if it's a supplement, it's not FDA approved. Right, right. 
It's because there's just no room for it. There's just too many supplements. The FDA doesn't have time. But it is our obligation, our legal obligation to report to the FDA any serious side effects that our product has ever caused yes. in anyone. Yeah. To date, we have not had to report anything, okay. right? And we get questions. Of course, we'll refer people to their physicians. If you're on serious medications, have a conversation with your doctor. At this point, there's no research out there that indicates contraindications. And we don't even have testimonials of people going like, hey, that didn't sit well with XYZ medication or other some other supplement. Okay. Um, and then I have one more question relating to this. You mentioned the soot. We talked about carbon. Uh, we talked about activated charcoal. It doesn't do anything to remove other nutrients that you've tested. Have you? We are not aware of any kind of, so that would be you know, result in some sort of nutrient depletion. Yeah. Um, no, not aware like of that. Like activated charcoal, right? Because you know how if you take activated charcoal, it basically, it's like a magnet. It takes, it's like a sweeper, takes everything out, right? Yeah. So there, if you think in terms of, um, so I'll, I'll give this example. Um, we have testimonials, mine included, that our product is good for uh, hangovers, right? And so these are getting, kind of getting toxins out of your body. Yeah. Um, and, and so activated charcoal could be very similar, right? Because it's just yes. going to bind with the alcohol and get it out of your system. Um, current thought process, one, if you're just taking it, your mitochondria is functioning better. There's in that original study, there was significant liver protective behavior uh, when the when the ESS-60 molecule was present. And so, you know, liver protection, alcohol, like these pieces are fitting, but we don't know exactly how. Okay. Um, so there is the ability to do some bonding. Um, and in terms of nutrient depletion, we don't have any reports from any of our, you know, tens of thousands of customers who are taking this on a daily basis um, of, you know, hey, uh, you know, my doctor told me that I'm low on whatever. Uh, no, we don't have that. Okay. All right. So give me your final summary on how this one, because I always say, it's there's not there's no such thing as a silver bullet. It's so many different um, practices, supplements, foods, all of that that really contribute to our wellness. So, but you know, we all want to take something that we know is going to help us age better. So, tell me in your mind how this fits into just somebody aging better. Summarize well, for me. So, so I'll, I'll share kind of the things that I do regularly. Sure. So one, one of them is I, um, I, I jog, actually my wife and I jog together three times a week, just two miles. We're not you know, like insane. Although we do jog a half marathon, uh, every year, right? So we're about to start training for that. Um, work with a personal trainer twice a week and, and on my jogs, I actually do sprints. So I'm doing some really high intensity interval training. Um, so that hit training, uh, I think that's really important. Uh, I do cold showers. Uh, I live in Houston. So for about at least six months, there isn't really a thing called a cold shower. I mean, it's a cool shower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. In the winter, it gets to a cold shower and I have a pool. So I'll jump in that. 
And that's extremely refreshing. And I think the data is really clear on that. I'm looking for a sauna. That's the next thing that I want to add because the data behind sauna is in, yeah. insane. Like We've, 50% reduction in all-cause mortality is just 100%. stupid. 100%. Dr. Rhonda Patrick, anybody who wants to know about infrared sauna, because we built a therapy room about five years ago. It was the best decision ever with red light and with infrared sauna. It's that's great, awesome. Great. That's awesome. So that's what I'm looking together, looking to purchase or, or get together. So I, I think that's important. Yeah. I take my product. It's, again, associated with the single longest longevity experimental result in history. And my routine, so so just to share, um, you're probably familiar with Bulletproof Coffee, right? Yeah. That's add some ghee, add some MCT. Well, I do that every morning. And instead of using just kind of standard MCT, I use RMCT. And it's kind of cool because the black carbon powder that is carbon 60 uh, or really is ESS 60, you, when you put it in MCT, it turns a beautiful purple color, right? Oh. And so that's what's going into my coffee. While that's blending, right, I'm taking a teaspoon and a half of our olive oil product. If you're going to ask which single product to take, it's going to be the olive oil product for two reasons. We're a research organization, olive oil all the research is on olive oil, and olive oil has the highest concentration of this ESS-60 molecule. So okay. that's why uh, I would recommend that. And then typically I'll have a salad for lunch, and typically I'll put our, our avocado product on it. Um, and that that kind of represents then my routine. Okay, that's great. That's great. Okay, so why don't you just tell us where where we can find you? Are you active on Instagram? Like where, where can someone find you and your products? I'm getting more active on Instagram. Uh, personally, uh, the brand has some good activity. Uh, we've actually made a special URL for your audience. So they can go to myvitalc, and the C stands for carbon, myvitalc.com forward slash Sandy K. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll take them to a landing page that says uh, Sandy Krause on the top. Uh, on that, when you land on that page, you can get any one of our products. Again, I would recommend the olive oil product. Um, but you can get any one of our products on subscription and save 25%. Okay. Don't worry if you get on subscription. You can, in fact, cancel at any time. We have 500 five-star reviews. Our staff is not trained to talk you out of it. It's trained to provide amazing customer service. Just please take advantage of that discount. And then they can also get another $15 off if they used the coupon code SANDYK. Okay, Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me today, Chris. This was a really, really great conversation. Thank you, Sandy, so much for having me. It was great to talk to the queen. (laughs) Join me next week where I cover off more exciting topics. I hope to continue to engage you and excite you and show you that living in your 40s, 50s, and beyond can be exciting, balanced, and helpful. Bye for now.